TYH Nation presents Emona at Work with Label Schwartz, episode 11, Moshe Hecht. How are you? Baruch Hashem, really good. Thank, thank you. you so much. Likewise, thank you for having me. It's nice to finally meet the person who's been listening to my music all these years. Can you bring me there? Music, business, multiple businesses, what? Yeah. Bring me there. So I, I grew up in a family of Chabad Shluchim. So thank uh, you. Yeah, family of fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, I'm one of I'm one of fourteen siblings, um, and all most of which are in you know Avodas Hakodesh are all um, shluchim. Some in business, but mostly you know my father, my grandfather Rabbi JJ Hecht, who was uh, my, my grandmother who ran both both of them together ran several um, Jewish institutions. So um, communal work was always in in you know in our destiny in our family. Um, I didn't feel so much the the drive towards opening Chabad House, starting a shluchas, but um, doing shluchas in, in some capacity has always been part of uh, my, my my destiny. Um, so finding an outlet to um, to do uh, shluchas through creative channels was that was really my story, my challenge. So it started off as uh, writing, writing, composing, and, and performing uh, music. I did that for a few years. Came out with a with with an album. Uh, I have at least one listener. So and, and now with all the Spotify algorithms, you can actually see get real insight into who's listening to your music. So it's uh, my album was produced almost uh, 2013, and I have about between five and six thousand monthly users. To me, that's a lot. It's a, it's a nice number, and it's going up. It's going up. So the music is starting to resonate with people. As the years go by, it's like aged wine. That's <laughs> to resonate crazy with people. because you did something then that it's not like it was then and then that's gone. Then. Yeah. The, the peop- more people, my my educated guess and seeing what, through the Spotify algorithms is that more people listening to my music now than ever before. Than, than, and, and it's growing. I see year over year that the listeners are, are, are growing. Can I tell you why? And I think that your music has a very deep feel and until someone got the taste of it through more of the modern jewish music that started kind of yeah. bringing it all of a sudden people have developed the taste yeah. buds to be able to experience it and then all of a sudden like whoa where did this come yeah from? i think in general yeah. there wasn't much of a, a market when i produced the music there was i would say 90 percent of my audience or potential audience was listening to classical Jewish music, to classic Jewish, you know, um, music, and maybe 10% were listening to alternative Jewish music. Um, and now I think it's 50, 50, honestly, today with all the new alternative Jewish artists, there are so many of them. I think you're, you're at, you have an even split now between people. So I think that's probably one of the reasons because, um, yeah, so it's, so started music, did that for a few years. It was really a beautiful run. I had the opportunity to, you know, to, to to tour in different countries. I played in from Hawaii to uh, we did shows in London and Israel and um, to BB King's uh, club in in, in in New York City. It was a good run, um, and I pivoted into business. Wait, uh, that's a really interesting. That's like a real pivot. But when you talk about your music, we went into metrics. Right? I think where you're at now in terms of um, the work that you're doing is very text-sided. Yeah. So it's interesting to have those. It's a duality. You know yeah. what I mean? That's interesting. I've been, it's, ever since I'm a kid, I've been always very, very um, fascinated with technology. So I drive an electric car, um, always had the latest Game Boy, um, 
always very, very fascinated with what technology is capable of doing. I look at like um, Mashiach times when you think about, you know, Umal Aretz, Deas Hashem. To me, that's actually a very practical, technical thing. Like when the entire world um, will be, you know, saturated with the knowledge of God. I mean, that's basically we're getting into that world today with like this, with the yeah, with the hyperconnected world that we live in. The way content, how much content is being driven, the you know, way of campaigns go viral, just the way the whole interconnectivity of of of, of the world today. To me, that's just it's it's a it's it's a step in it's it's a mashiach times. It's it's a very you know we esoteric touched it before. I mean, just let's say the new chat thing. You know what I mean? Again, I'm not yeah like. That was enough to like blow people's minds. Like, hold on a second. Like, the world could change like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was always very fascinated with what, with technology being in some way or another sort of the canvas for Michelle Times, um, and and every new innovation that comes out. It's like so in my so that's how I moved into charity. You know, I was uh, one of the people that helped build charity.com. Um, Where'd that so, come from? What was the idea? Yeah, so the the, the original founder's name is Yehuda Gurowitz. He started it. I met him within, uh, uh, was about, the, I think it was at the end of the first year that they were still in private beta. They had to run a few campaigns. Um, I had just come off a stint um, with my music, but also I was doing some marketing at, the, at, 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 the, at that point and comp- immediately fascinated with his ideas and the potential where the, of where this can go. And to me, it seemed very, what's, what's today is now common world of, Oh, let's uh, summon pass. Oh, let's raise a million dollars to support the family for 30 years. And it's just like, you know, and that's, it's, it's just common. I got a call yesterday from a woman, her mother, she was in her sixties. Her, her husband passed away. She wants to raise a million dollars for a foundation for this and that and other to her. It's like, I'm like, how much are you thinking of raising? She goes, oh, I'm thinking about a million dollars. But and it, it's like it's, it's you not what that is. Yeah. Right. Well, that just shows where we are as a society today that this technology with many other platforms and a whole ecosystem now that has now been developed from this, people think just people just think much bigger and just people think much broader. And the possibilities are are really are are huge right now in terms of and that's just uh, because the, the collective psyche has moved in 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 that direction. It wasn't like it was so that wasn't the case when we started nine. Now it's over almost nine, 10 years ago since uh, since we started charity. That that wasn't the case. But when I was able when I when I looked at some of the original successes of these campaigns and I saw, let's say, uh, Chabad on campus that raised twenty thousand dollars within, you know, six hours of a campaign. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, And it was just some basic, simple technology that essentially broke down the barriers that were there before, right? The distances. So from like giving, deciding, feeling good and deciding, okay, I want to give something to charity until it actually reached the, the hands of the person or the, the mouths or the, or the, or the pencil for the educator, whatever it was that, 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 that money went to use that, that distance was, there's so many distances, physical distances, time distances until I actually made it. And then when you see a campaign like this with some basic code, they put together what all of a sudden all it's like uh, it's like teleportation, really. It's like um, all of a sudden, all these seemingly seeming barriers get get just broken down within seconds, where the money can get there immediately. Hundreds of people can give simultaneously. And you can get pumped by the most energy, like you're watching. You know what that thing? Yeah, like. the, you're the thing go up, but you're like, 
Yeah. The, the communal aspect of it and the interdependence aspect of it and the excitement knowing the positive peer pressure of it, of happening all simultaneously, you're talking about unlocking people, unlocking tzedakah that otherwise would not have been given at massive scale. So when I saw a few of those successes, my imagination just went boom. It, I was like, if 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 small if a small Chabad on campus can do this for twenty thousand dollars in five or six hours, right? They were blowing out campaigns. There were twenty four hour campaigns, but they were blowing out within 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 hours. Uh, this simple equation just take that to larger organizations or to more uh, broader broader causes. I was addicted to that. I was addicted to that possibility. And collectively, our small team, we were like, guys, this is just a matter of time because this is, becomes a, a global phenomenon. In, in And now we're talking about billions that are being raised. Charity alone is raised over $2.5 billion through, through its platform. And then all the other platforms together, it's probably 5 or 6 or $7 billion that was raised for just for within our, within our community. Um, and I would venture to say that I don't know what the numbers are, but a lot of that probably would not have been given otherwise. And and the proof is in how many everyone's complaining today, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was going to say how incredible people are probably blaming you. Like, yeah. you're the reason. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the reasons why I have to leave is <laughs> <laughs> the people were knocking on my door. Exit. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Um, like, wait, stop for a second, though. But you ever just, like, stop and think about that, that you, you had a hand in that? It's a major, major skills. I feel very blessed. Yeah, I was at the, I was, I was at the right place at the right time that I was able to meet Yehuda and um, be a, a a part of this, um, and we had a great team, and we, I mean, they're still there. A lot of them are are, are still working at it. A very special group of people who had this sort of duality where they wanted to do good and do well. That's crazy. Yeah. Do good and do well. Yeah, and you have to have that. Because you can want to do good and want to do chesed, um, and and that's, that's it. But then you also want to do well, where you want to do well for yourself. You want to have a, a good pranasa. You want to you want to be able to give back as well. We had a group of a, a nice group of people that were had that uh, uh, seemingly to some it would be seemingly contradictory to be able to have both of those things. Yeah. And those so the group of people that we built didn't see a contradiction, and somehow they they sort of gravitated towards toward, toward us and toward this cause. It was a sort of a, a magnetic field that brought us together. And uh, yeah, the, the world is just not the same since. I feel very blessed that I get to hang out with what I think to be the best people in the world and watching guys that are rocking in their industry. And how this whole platform got started was I was going to meet these incredible people, interviewing them. Half our conversation would be about what we had to talk about. And then they would veer. I wouldn't even take them there. They would veer to spirituality, to Hashem, to things. And I'm like, you know, like, and I realized, why am I cutting that stuff out? I'm just cutting it out, right? Let me, let me, let me go there for a second. A lot of my guys do their business and then do their chesed. And it's like, separate. Oh, you actually got to put them together. I feel so blessed that I am in an industry where the thing, the, the, the thing, the business in and of itself is the, a direct passion and a direct line to chesed and a direct line to making the world a better place. Which the craziest part of that is, what was it that you did for the charity space? You closed all the gap so it was direct, right? Yeah. And But that's, that yeah. sounds like the magic sauce. 
Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying, also, but that, and also, yeah, going back to the, why do you need all those things? We feel like we need bureaucracy. Forget the whole situation. Yeah. Knock it all out. Because I think there's today something very unique about the age that we live in today is that there are many opportunities like this. You know, in an entrepreneurial Great direction day. where people, let's see, you, my kids are really into, you, you know, YouTube, uh, YouTube stars. And these are people who are doing directly what they love to do without, without having to have those, you know, two or three or four or five, 10 steps to, to satisfaction, to happiness. We're living in, I have it in my, in my role because I am continuing. I've left charity. Now I'm starting something new, but I'm continuing in the tzedakah space, which is my direct passion. And I think there's lots of opportunities today where people can choose, um, Either working in an industry, they can choose to work in an industry that is direct to their to their passions, or they can skip all that and become do something. Whether it's I'm giving an example as a YouTube uh, sure. uh, uh, personality or doing things like that. I think there's just the the gray suit and the suitcase ages, and having to work for the machine and having to work for the man. Those days are are very much behind us, and I think we when it comes to exploring what type of job type of opportunity and what type of job do you want what type of um, future do you want to have what type of career do you want to have i think there's just so much more opportunities to work directly within your passion cut out all the middle cut out all the middle business which is so interesting because we never had that opportunity before i don't think i would have ever had the opportunities i had before if i had to go through the system Mm. you know what i mean but since i just still be in kylo still be learning in kylo yeah why not I mean, that would be the dream. <laughs> no, but the, the idea of like, I think about it all the time, like how in the world am I sitting with the, right? How did this thing happen? You just, God opens up an opportunity and you just got to like sort of take it. And I tell, I used to tell my, when I was a counselor in camp, I used to tell my campers like, as long as you're confident and you have a smile, you could do anything and go anywhere. And I believe that sincerely. They turned it on me and I had second grader walking out of out of the bunk at like two o'clock in the morning. She went, what do you think you're doing? He said, no, no, I'm fine. I'll be right back. I said, you cannot pull that on me. That's my trick. You know what I mean? But that idea of like, if you're doing the right thing and you're confident about it, you could do anything. Like if you would have brought you back 10 years ago and said, let, let me tell you something. These neurons that are blowing up in your brain, you think this is really cool? This is going to be two to $5 billion in 10 years. But how do you get someone to believe in themselves before? Like now it's easy. We're sitting in a cozy chair and we're smoozing. And like I always say, anyone who's on the other side obviously did something really great, right? That's why we're here. But how do you get that guy beforehand, 10 years ago, when, you're, when your synapses are, are blazing, but you don't know if it's really going to work? Well, what do you tell to that kid? You have to plug into what your God-given strengths are. Um. I think uh, people who are confused when it comes to career have yet to truly lead into what are their God-given strengths and and be able to unpack what it really is. For me, like what is it? Like let's think about it. I started with music, then it was sales. It was a combination of sales, combination of marketing, combination of like. But beyond all of it, I my God-given strength was communication. How to take an idea, how to take a a, a, a a challenge or an opportunity, and how to unpack it and how to communicate it. So when I look back at my 
you know, 15 years in, 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 in my career, whether it was through music, through charity, now through Hatch, my new company, I think ultimately I knew I was always good at communication. I was always good at communicating. When I was a kid, I was always in the choir communicating. When I was in camp, I was always in the plays trying to get up there. I had a, I had a, a chush, God-given skill that had really nothing to do with, with something that it was just, it was, it was a gift. It's when you don't sense what that God-given talent is, or if you don't believe <laughs> that you're given a God-given a talent, that's where the challenges come in. But if you have a strong betachin, that Hashem creates us all uniquely special and all uniquely um, with individual qualities and truly individual qualities. Um, if you believe that and then you discover what that is, then just ride that path um, and stick to that path. So I've been through different careers, different different positions, different anything. But in every career, in every position, what made me excited about it was like, okay, in the music, I'm able to communicate something through a song, communicate something through a tune, through a melody, through a composition, through a narrative, through through a story. And then and then and in this space, I'm able to take these these organizations who have who are doing unbelievable, but you have to create a narrative around that. You have to create a goal around that. You have to create like an opportunity for, for, for other people to, to join. How do you take that and how do you communicate? I, in, in charity, I was very involved in, in developing the stories around these, these organizations to developing that, that narrative. In, in Hatch, I'm doing that in, 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 in a different way. Um, and you'll jump from job to job. You'll jump from career. You might. You, know, you, might, you, know, you might work at this one company for things. But even if you're going to jump from job to job, the, what happens is, is that when you're tapped into that God-given skill, you you perfect it, you refine it, you develop it, you explore it, you um, you you enhance it, and that's where I think where when you start to see success is where those God given skills get really nurtured, and they get really they start to transcend, you know the, that core skill, and they really get to grow. And that's where success starts to happen, right? Some people say, I'm like, I'm a great at real estate. I just have a hush in real estate. I got to think, okay, so whatever that is, whether it's sales or you understand the, 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 whole, the whole world, when you start to really, really nurture that is when you start to see success. And that's where the mazel comes in then, because your Kaylee opens up. This part is what I'm crazy about. I was just talking to my team about this. I said, we have a bunch of work. We have different places that we're, that we're exploring. And I always find when I get to the place where it feels simplest, mm. the least complicated, mm. is when we do our best work. Mm. And right now we're doing a lot of sales videos, right, for companies, sales, recruitment, whatever we're doing. And got really, really narrow what I need. I need four hours with the team. I need someone from ownership, leadership, management, boots on the ground and testimonial. And I need four hours to do B-roll. Just tapped in all the way to what I do. Then I have things that are complicated. Can you do this and this and this yeah. and this? But and I this. think with you, Label, I think your God-given talent is connection. You started with headshots and you're doing the video, but you have a you have a certain way of connecting with people that brings out the best in them. It brings out the best quality. So in a headshot, it's going to bring out the best smile. In a video, it's going to bring out the best conversation and the best narrative. 
And that's your God-given skill, is you know how to resonate and connect with other people. We should show couples how beautiful they were. Then a headshot is bring up to show someone how beautiful they are. Then we, what I do is my clients, it's a big investment to do any sort of project with us. I'm telling you, my guys, I won't take them unless they can prove to me that they can take 10 times what they're going to invest in us over the next two years. When they get their video, I tell you, they're pumped because they know they're going to make sales. The one thing they're most excited about is they see a side of their company they never got to see before. Mm. They're in the weeds all day, and all of a sudden they step back. They see the beauty of their employees, the beauty of their culture. It's all really, really there. So I'm trying to figure out now, what is my next step? It's got to be in communication. It's got to be in connection. But it's not connection. It's the amount of connection that allows the other person to see their character traits, to see how special or beautiful they are through weddings, headshots, video. And I don't know what the next one is. But that thing has been playing up here. You'll figure it out. Right. You're doing great. Don't rush it. But it, but but the more you nurture that core given skill, the more the, the the clearer the next step will become. That's what it does. It opens up pathways, not by exploring new things, opening up new things or trying this. It doesn't really open up new pathways. I want to try this. I want to try that. You know, I'm going to try baseball. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna, not doing it. Yeah, I want to try uh, taxes. You know, do it. It's not, it's not what. That's not what opens up really opportunities. That's just ends up wasting time and it just uh, confuses right. by going deeper into your core skills. I, 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 listen, I've been blessed. I don't know if I, I've been blessed by really knowing what that was. And it's subtle. I, I know I didn't always, you don't always know what you're doing when you're doing it. Right. Eventually you got to figure it out. What are you doing? If you really want to um, really want to take it to the next level, if you really want to, you know, success, whatever it is. Bush, I really appreciate you. This was an incredible experience. Wow, that was quick. That's it. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. This and other episodes are available on our YouTube channel, on your favorite podcast platform, and on our website, tyhnation.com.